Not the worst thing in the world. Peter Gabriel's pretty good. Peter Gabriel could be good. Could be bad if he gets stuck in your head too for too long, though. All right. It's true. AOA podcast, uh, back on another episode. How's about this for some topics? Prince Harry. He's got the goods this time around. Oh, he does? Third time's a charm for Prince Harry. We'll tell you what it is. He's got some receipts. He's got some interesting stuff. We'll get into it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, we got to wrap that up. He's the new speaker, but I'm pretty surprised at this little truth that we learned about. Plus, uh, the Biden administration to ban gas stoves. All right. And Gaston's. So no more. He was a jerk. Actually, you look at that movie. Gaston was like, I'm just trying to save you from this from this kidnapping beast that literally held you in a castle. Yeah. Against your will. It's, it's kind of noble. Uh, Frank, you're not going to believe who Michael Jordan's son is dating. You are going to be shocked and appalled, I believe. Michael Jordan's son is dating Snooky. Mm, and running into old schoolmates. All that and more on this episode. <laughs> Whoa. JSAPS has joined us. She has. I was just rocking out with my cock out. Nice. No, I was jamming. Darn it. No, I wanted to say the other thing. What? You were jamming with your hand? I was jamming out with my clam out. There you go. There she is. (laughs) I never heard that one. (laughs) Well, you heard it here first. (laughs) All right, Prince Harry. He's yeah. coming with receipts this time around. He was on 60 Minutes on Sunday, January 8th. Of course, Monday the 9th here at the time of the podcast. Uh, boy, did he. He's got a book, apparently. Who doesn't? So, but this is the thing. Oprah interview, meh, kind of stunk. Nothing really there. Uh, Netflix documentary, meh, kind of stunk. Nothing there. Now all he of a sudden. saving he, it all for the book? Dude, he's got this book. Janine, you saw some of this? I did. He admitted to drinking heavily. He admitted to drug use. He called out. Wait until I tell you about the drugs, too. He Not like the easy. Not like, oh, whatever. Did a little bump of Coke. What's the big deal? No, he did like the, the big ones. Um, bigger than Coke? Yeah, that's bigger than Coke. Man. Uh, calls out Prince Andrew, which I actually appreciated greatly. And then the whole tiff about the wedding dress with the niece and Kate Middleton. Did you see all that? No, I didn't see that is... part, but I was very surprised at the him thinking his mother faked her death. That was yeah. For dark. years. Do you want to start? Years. You want to start there? Oh wait, but he was a kid. He was right. He was how old? 20, I need to... uh... Oh, how old was he when she died? He was tiny. Twelve. No, kid. Right. Ten. Wait, how old? How this old is the nineties? Right. Wasn't this the nineties? Somebody in the chat will help us. Um, well, he's sitting across from that Anderson Cooper, though, and he goes, yeah, I thought my mom for years, I thought she faked her death because basically he was, you know, he a lot. OK, the big crux of the interview basically was look at how awful the paparazzi is and just how terrible they are. And he knew how much his mom hated it. So he kind of thought that she faked her own death to get away from it and that any day. He would wake up in the morning and go, maybe today's the day she'll come. She'll reveal herself back to me. 
Oh, yep. so it was like Crazy, a denial right? thing. It was a denial. It was a combination. Really yeah, him him just trying to put it into perspective and also being in denial that she was really dead and gone. Right. All right. So Christine in the chat says, I think he was 12. I think I said so, that, right? I don't know what you say. Five points for me. Put it on the board. Okay. Well, she died in 97, and he is... No idea. You're calling Christina bullshit? He's 38. Liar? All right, so do some math. I'm not... I, I can't. I can't I'm not going to sit here and do math. Yeah, I got nothing. 97? So it's 38 minus 22 13. minus 25 years. Or 20... Let's see. Yeah, minus 25 years. I don't know. He was 17. All right. Anyway, so he goes, he, he believes this, that he, she's not really dead right up until he was like, what, 20 something. And okay. they go, they tell him like, do you want to see the photographs? And he basically looks at the photographs, looks at all the photographs of the accident. And he sees the back of his mom's head in one then there was another one where he sees like everything, and Wait, he, why would they show him this? What, he chooses he not. Wanted, to... He wanted to say it. He wanted when he was it. a kid. No, when oh. he got older. Oh, still, why would you want to see that? Because he was so in denial, he thought she was going to come back. It was almost kind of like he knew he had a look. Yeah, you know. So that was that was a pretty sad thing. But he went up. He almost looked at like all like the the shots of her completely there and i guess his private handler or whatever was like don't look at that don't look at this one and stopped him the, from like going all the way i did the math in my head he was 13 12 or 13 i think i said 13 too so i feel you like said all, you said he was between 1 and 50 you said yeah so you were right <laughs> just right. feel like if anybody would listen to me we <laughs> we would be saving a lot of time hey let's Wait, hear what? it for frank for drinking a 16 ounce snapple for once that's a nice little First of all, it's a, it's a new year new frank new year new frank. arizona oh arizona sorry as long as that's not a 64 ounce jug i'm i'm happy we're moving in the right direction that's upstairs i keep that i don't put that on the air anymore because i get ribbed for it <laughs> it's not right. cool so there was that then he turns around and he goes somebody i'm gonna paraphrase for him here he goes Somebody explain to me how the fuck a pederast still has round-the-clock security and me and my wife can't get a goddamn bodyguard. Which you is get a bodyguard. A good point. No, he's paying for his own shit. He's basically saying... Oh, I thought you meant you and your wife. Prince Andrew molested the shit out of people and even settled it and admitted to doing it, and he's, he's fucking fine in his ivory tower with his security, oh. yet I'm oh. out here fending for yeah. myself. I don't know how he's not shunned worse than they are it's a good point he should be out gone sorry it is a good point no longer part of this whole thing we're doing here yeah and i think i don't know what happened here with this book i don't know if they were just strategically saving all this stuff but i feel like again he's got the receipts this time around and he is he's hitting the points that he needs to be hitting which is the the pure um you know, just hypocritical nature of the royal family. Like the other thing he mm. talked about a lot was, you know, they talk about they're, they're feeding this animal of the tabloid culture in the UK and they're leaking stories to them. And they're they're like wrapped up in playing in this game. And it was so bad that the mother was trying to get away from all of it. And they just didn't care because they were just like 
basically he was saying that the royal family doesn't exist without the tabloid culture surrounding it. And he's kind of right about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't I that's true. Um uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't think he was you know, uh why why did why is this only coming out now? I mean, he had to wait Cuz he did a 60-minute interview with uh who's the gay guy with the white hair? Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Is he really gay? I always forget. I always yeah. feel like he is. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I always feel like he's definitely not, and then I think he definitely oh, isn't. I can't he's remember. With uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Andy Don't Cohen, but the... not really. Yeah, they they do New Year's together. They were. Don't they do? The no, New they're Year's? not together. I thought they were together. No, that's what everybody thinks. Well, maybe I thought. Okay. Yeah. I really thought they were. Together. Didn't they adopt? Didn't they just have a kid? No, they're when just you... good friends. They I think. adopted their own kids separately. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought they were together. My bad. Yeah. Um, but he went on Anderson Cooper and kind of blew everything up with all this new information. And now the book comes out tomorrow on January 10th. But it's like, where was all this shit during all the, you know, all the Netflix documentaries and the fucking Oprah interview? Because you had to wait for the book. The book is where it's going to sell now. Book is where the money. If I was Netflix, I would be pissed the fuck off. Well, maybe he has like a non. He had like a non compete with Netflix. Like you can't tell these stories until like a year or however long this thing. When did this thing come out? His Netflix thing. Only yeah, a few months ago, right? Couple, yeah, a few weeks, weeks ago, just weeks before ago, Christmas. Yeah. yeah, no, then I'd be pissed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he he basically saved all the fucking shit for his book. Yeah. I'd be fucking suing his ass right now. I'd be like, you couldn't tell the Netflix audience you were on fucking drugs? He probably didn't get paid enough. All right, so what drugs did he do? All right, he admitted to drinking heavily, um, right. you know, after the after his mom died. and At 13 years old? At 13 years old. Oh, God. Um, he they don't have, Wait a minute. They don't have people watching them? I mean, I know they're, well, you know, royal. They could do what they want, but doesn't he have, like, guards and handlers and people that would keep an eye on this kid so he doesn't drink when he's thir- like you know crazy when he's 13 i can't say 13 but i mean if you do the math it had to be at some point during his teen years because right by, by the time he was 20 was when he asked for the report to see the report and to see the photographs so i would assume that around then he kind of got but maybe it was after that i don't know he was asked by anderson cooper um what he did to, you know, come to terms with his mother. And he admitted to booze, cocaine, pot, and more. Um, He also said that he felt that using psychedelics, ayahuasca, psilocybin, and mushrooms helped him get over the loss. So, I mean, that ayahuasca, that is like, that's the drug of all drugs, I feel. What like. is that? All right, so ayahuasca is like a psychedelic. It's like a mushroom. It's like those other things that he named. Mm. But when you do ayahuasca, you have to be, you don't just, yeah, it's not a drug that you get and then do. Like you have to be under supervision of somebody throughout the whole process. Like they have. That's my point. Like what's, who are his drug People that his contacts that get him drugs like and how is anybody that under that much watch able to do this kind of stuff? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. Who's the girl uh, comic that had a late night show? Chelsea Handler. 
she had a show on Netflix for a little while where she like would just go around and do different things. Mm-hmm. And that was where I got most of my information on Iowa. Cause she was like, I'm going to go do ayahuasca. Come film me, do it. And basically like she had to fly down to somewhere in central America. You get like a proper shaman or something like somebody who's like an expert in this area. They give you the ayahuasca. You basically are sick for a little while. You, everybody throws up on it. You wind up throwing up on it. And then once you get past that, like initial sickness and vomiting, then you start to get into just the psychedelia of it. And then you're just gone for like 10 hours. Okay. So it's not, and they have to like watch you though. Like they will not let you go alone. Like you have to be supervised. So it's like a part of like some kind of ritual and it's not like a drug that you could do like once a week and everybody, you know, it's not like. Right, you get you get a regular shipment of it, and you you know it's you have to go to like a special place, like a right. Okay, it's one of those. And like, but you. even like people who have done mushrooms or LSD, people who have done all those serious psychedelics, will say that ayahuasca will take you to the most bizarre place. Ooh. Like that, that's like you you see like this this like if, if you just Google it. And you just read the stuff that people say, like they say they see their own souls talking to them and all just sorts of crazy, <laughs> like insane shit. And I mean, that's that's heavy for a kid to be doing. I love it. If he, yeah. If he was a kid when he did it or if probably after. See, I would imagine he'd want to do that after because I don't know why you would want to see those pictures. Well, I'll tell you what's weird about it. And I could be totally wrong about this, but. For the most part, I think it's such an expensive undertaking that it's not like it's not like a kid just goes and gets like a tab of acid, you know, or you could just saying this has got to be like a setup thing. Yeah. And like like and like I said, almost it's not really something that's readily available everywhere. It's like you kind of got to go to certain places. And I think Central America is a big part of that. Um yeah, here. See, Christine's got. Yes, it's in Central America. Like, I think you got to like tra- like airfare and hotel and like I said, it's a whole like two day ordeal doing this. So it's not like a cheap undertaking. So that's a no. big drug to be doing as a kid. Yeah, it doesn't sound recreational. Sounds like a one shot deal. Like you go there, you have you know you you, you sit around a, a fire or something. And you yep, just that's what out. they do. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's true. And that's exactly what they do. Now, yeah, having said all this, could, I'm going to throw it around the room here. This is a live chat. Could you do ayahuasca? Would you want to do that? No, I don't even do pot. I'm going to do ayahuasca. Um, <laughs> I would go do- from zero to a million in, in one step. <laughs> Jay? I would not. I do not like uh, throwing up. To me, throwing up is the most grossest, disgusting thing. And if I knew like that was gonna happen, nah. But what's the fun in throwing up? There is no fun in throwing up unless well, you, you don't believe throw up it, the whole fun. thing, right? You throw up in right the, beginning, the beginning, primarily, yeah. And then it's like ten hours of freaking out. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, you also like have the shakes and like um, yes, you sweat and it's just. But while you're under, while you're feeling, are you feeling like you have the shakes and the sweats, or are you yeah. like on another planet? No, you, you don't see even people know what's shivering. Going on. I yeah. no, 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 no. You probably are. You probably look like you're shivering and you're freaking out. But I know what you're head, saying. I think you feel all that in the beginning until you then start to. Then you like go under, and you're yeah, you're on in another dimension. 
Yeah. So you probably don't even realize that you're shaking and shivering and whatever. Yeah. I would imagine. So you're both no's? You would do I'm it? An, I'm a no. Pussies. You would do it. Doing ayahuasca. Uh, okay, here, okay, let me ask you this. Let me put it this way. Aren't you at least a little bit curious as well, to like what shrooms. you would see? It's like shrooms. Uh, uh, yes. you, you hallucinate with shrooms and you freak out and you see different shit. That's okay. Said, what it sounds like. It sounds like ayahuasca is like shrooms on steroids. You know, it's shrooms like, on shrooms, I think is what you're trying to say. Shrooms on shrooms. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine, like, are you interested in shrooms? Okay, here's the question, though. And this is what's fascinating to me about all of this. And maybe this is just because I've been watching too many movies and listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson too much. Oh, God. Are you going oh, to a place in your mind with this stuff? Or are you, or is is it giving your mind the ability to go into other realms or realities universes i think honestly it's interesting to think about but i think the simplest explanation is probably the correct one where you it's just fucking with your head okay chemical messing with your head can i say this both are fascinating to me because i find it just as fascinating that what do they say like we don't use 90 percent of our brains or something Mm -hmm. like that what's what's going on in there what's going on in that 90 percent? i think that's a Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that's a a false, like an urban, not an urban legend, but like a, uh-uh. a mistaken fact. It's not real, a real fact. I think the fact of it is you only use 10% at a time. You use all different parts of your brain. Yes. And you use pretty much all of it, I think, but you only use 10 at a time. I don't know if you're correct on this. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there's 90% of brain that you just don't use. Otherwise, brain surgery would be a piece of cake. Okay, but there has to be something because if we're gonna if we're gonna buy into, you're not going into other universes, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're definitely going somewhere that you don't have access to normally without using these state altering drugs. But is it stuff that you can imagine, or is it all new information? Because if it's stuff that your brain can make up then it's just accessing part of your imagination and part of your brain. But if it's stuff you would never even think to, to put together or, I mean, is that, is it giving you new information or is it just showing you what you can, what you can do with your, with your own thoughts? I, I tend to think about it like, like earth, like, yeah, going into outer space and finding a Martian is interesting, but then again, you watch those little submarines that go all the way down into the depths of the ocean and the shit you find down there sometimes is crazier than what sure. we imagine is out in outer space. I think we know more about space than we do about our own ocean. That, yep. Because they say, well, we don't know a, about the 95 percent of the yep. ocean. We don't we've never just, just explored. That's because the Earth doesn't use 90 percent of the ocean. Or mm-hmm. it uses all of it, just not at the same time. <laughs> I think you're wrong. Also, uh, Paige says it's correct that we don't use 90% of our brain. All right, go up to Christine says. I Paige heard knows what everything, said. so I believe her. I, I heard what Frankie just said is true. Ooh. <sighs> We're going to need a third person to weigh in on this. On I, like, uh, I like Robin right below. We need a head of lettuce for a prop. 
Seinfeld reference? No. I'm with I you, Robin. I got you. Oh, wait. There it is. Sorry. Wrong comment. Okay. We need a head of lettuce for a prop. There you go. There it is. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I understand. I think it's if we used more than 10% of our brain at a time, then we would be, you know, we would have other, we would be more able to, we'd be smarter and more able. But I think we use the whole brain. It's just a matter of how much of it at a time, at one time. Ooh, slap. Okay, Paige is clarifying, taking it back. There are mixed, there is Ooh, mixed science shit. on it. Aha. Uh-huh. See, and my favorite movie of all time, the thing I base my whole life on, which is weird defending science. your life. No. Uh, what? See, meet the parents. I said weird science. Oh, no. Meet the parents. In in defending your life, they say that, remember, that was the whole purpose. Like, you, like stupid people use 3% of their brain, and the smart intellectual people use 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% of their brain. Maybe. But you ever see, like, they do these brain scans and whatever, and they say, you know, they do these tests on, oh, you, you know, they have the subject smell a rose or they have them do a math problem and all different parts light up and everything. It's not just 10. I feel like 10%. We'd only see a little bit of, you know, I feel like we use all, the whole thing. Cause if we only use 10%, then the other 90%, we, why couldn't we just go in there? Like if we had to do brain surgery, we could just ignore the other 10%. And why can't we narrow down what 10% we're using and just protect that, that little piece. If we this is to. too deep for a Monday. <laughs> Next. Right, are you not curious at all said. To, to find out what it would feel like and what you would see? What else is in your own brain? Sure. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't, you know, that, that sounds cool and to do that. And, but what the fuck is it doing to you? If you, you know, could it be much crazier than what is going on inside in this brain right now? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll tell you the, I am dying to know. I am very curious. The only thing that keeps me from doing a drug like this is I am terrified that it would just take too long. Like it would be like 10 hours. And by hour three, I'd be like, okay, I want this to stop now. I want this because you ever get really drunk and you're like, okay, I need this to stop now. I don't want to be this drunk anymore. And you got to ride it out for another three and a half hours. But I think you're, you're, you're not considering the fact that you're going to be for those 10 hours. I don't think it's going to feel like 10 hours to you. You think I it'll think go by gonna, quicker? I think it's going to feel like a dream. You Maybe. Do, you dream, yeah. and but like a reverse dream where your dream is quick. Oh, I guess regular, like a dream. Your dream is quick, but and you're sleeping you f- for 10, eight, eight, 10 hours. Do you feel like you'll be forever altered? Like once you see some of this shit. Mm. Oh, you'll be altered in the way that you, you're, you've seen more stuff and, you know, more. Your imagination is probably expanded. I don't know if your understanding of the universe will expand. I, I can't imagine you'll be given more info than you already have just by doing a drug. I don't like you're all of a sudden going to understand string theory. Probably not. Then why do so many people want to do probably, this? Well, it's it's probably a cool trip, you know, and, and you 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 zone out and you and you see fascinating stuff and you have weird feelings and experiences. I can't imagine it makes you smarter. Right? I got to say, you know, I have to say this too, and I'm curious to get both your takes on this. I am more curious about this now than I was when I was 16. Like 16, I had no desire to do any sort of drugs or drink or anything. And now I'm kind of like, 
I don't know if it's just because uh, it's it's like a boredom thing. Like you just go through life so much. You're like, all right, enough. What else is there? What else we got? Ayahuasca, sign me up. Yeah, can I say, can I peek into another multiverse a no, little bit? You know, you know what? Know. I agree with you because I never had any desire to do any drugs at all. Like no, and I, you know, I recently tried marijuana only in the last <gasps> couple of years. I never had any desire to do it before. So only in the last couple of years have I tried it. So. Okay. Yeah, I've never wanted, you know, I've never had the uh the urge to do that. Yeah, when we were little, you don't you know, when we were teens or whatever, I really wasn't interested in any of that. Same same deal. But now you're saying you you're done. You've 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 seen everything there is to see. Yeah. Well, let's open my mind to different right. dimensions. Pandora's box. There's a little Not bit of box. that. Yeah, right. Don't you think, Janine? Like there's a little bit of like yeah. eh. Like, okay, like how many, how many Saturday nights have you been through? Like, that what? That are horrible or just boring or both that are great and fantastic. All of it. You kind of like hit hit the whole spectrum. Like at a certain point, just kind of like, all right, let let me see. And that's why that's why my movie watching is more adventurous, too. I feel the same way about food. Like, think about the amount of food that you eat that you would never go near when you were 18, 19, Mm -hmm. 20 years old. That's true. Because you yeah. just get to a point where you're like, all right, I've had a cheese. Enough, I've had cheese. I know what cheeseburgers are like. I want to taste what a fucking rabbit tastes like. Um, are you going to do the same thing with um, friends? Like, are you going to get a new group of friends like someone yeah. has? He's been trying for years wait. now. Like someone has. <clears throat> yeah. I'm yeah gonna, you, I'm... you don't have another group of friends that we call the others. Yeah, but she brings them into the mix. I've been I've been nah, ponying up to my neighbors, just trying to I get. I can't in have them. worlds collide. No good. Yeah, Janine's a very world colliding Frank. person. She's not yeah. afraid to make worlds collide. That's true. <laughs> it's more like, oh my god, imagine these two get together. Let's see what kind of ruckus I could cause. Just sit back and watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Frank, I don't know what it is about you this episode, but you got big D energy on this episode. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah. Uh, Paige, Anthony is opening me up to the idea. I say group ayahuasca trip. That's what we're getting to. That's what we're going to do. Maybe we can get a group rate. We could. I mean, is that like, will you find that on like Travelocity or something? I think so. I think Expedia has an ayahuasca Expedia? section. Pretty good. <laughs> to under experiences. All right. Last thing with Prince Harry. Um, again, like I said, he's got the receipts. He, now I haven't seen this, but supposedly because the book doesn't come out till tomorrow, but they shared some of the book with some media outlets. So people are reporting that there's a text message between Kate and Megan about the niece's dress for when they were getting married. And it goes as follows. Kate says, Charlotte's dress, Charlotte is her daughter. Charlotte's dress is too long, too baggy. She cried when she tried it on at home. Megan responded, right. And I told you the tailor has been standing by since 8 a.m., here at KP, can you take Charlotte to have it altered as the other mums are doing? Kate responds, no, all the dresses need to be remade. Megan says, I'm not sure what else to say. If the dress doesn't fit, then please take Charlotte to see AJ. He's been waiting all day. And Kate responded, fine. Okay, so what? what's the big Ooh. controversy there? Kate's being a little bit of a bitch there, I think. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but then she went fine. She probably did it, and well, I feel like we're making a big a deal different... out of nothing from that. But if there was a tailor there, if it's like, here's the dress, 
tailor it to your specifics. Why is Kate making her change dresses entirely? Hold on. No. Okay. Why don't you just hit me with the mic? First of all, why is he putting this in the book? Why yeah, does he want to be weird. a real housewife and put in stuff between two women? Even if one's his wife, it was all resolved. And Megan even said it. It was mommy brain. Kate had just had a baby a month before. And she understood it was all her hormones and everything. And she came out and said that. This is so what I'm why about. is he coming out and putting this in a, a bitch fight between two women? Why is he trying to be a housewife? Like, Megan addressed this already. She said it was hormones from Kate. So why I is agree. he now bringing it up to make it sound like it was this horrible thing? Yes, it probably wasn't. Megan started. Megan was mad. Kate cried. Hormones. Hello, she had a baby a month before. And now he's making it this big thing. He's like, a, he wants to be a housewife. Real housewife of wherever he lives. Cuddles, ladies and gentlemen. Cuddles. Yeah, I was just going to say, why did he put this in about them? But yeah. also, he's probably just trying to show everyone, like, oh, woe is us, you know? He's trying to sell books. I mean, that yeah, intrigued me a little. I didn't know everything that Cuddles just said. But so I, I found that to be, I think Cuddles, I found it to be very keeping up with the Kardashians. Caddy. Who very gives catty. Like, the dress didn't fit. Get it tailored. No. Okay, I don't know what to say except get it tailored. Okay that's like a nothing conversation that who cares about i feel like where's the controversy i don't see any any uh you know it's it's just two people that were arguing about a dress and they solved it there's really nothing there i don't actually see why that's such an interesting thing christine wrote something but she's and as she wrote this i do remember this i do remember them saying this um talking about megan making kate cry Oh, but in the Oprah interview, she yeah. said Kate made her cry. It was to clarify and correct the tabloids. See, this sounds like there's two stories, and the truth probably is they were both cr they both cried about it, maybe. And one thinks that one made that you know them cry, and the other one thinks that they made them cry, and they probably both made each other cry over this back and forth, and and they're probably both right because it seems like they both cried if if one's saying you know from that from what Christine just said. Wait. Like, I just want to say one thing. When you're getting married and you're a bride, there are stupid things that you cry about. Just like when you're pregnant, there's stupid things that you cry about. I'll tell you something I cried about when I was getting married. I don't know if I, I didn't it. say this. I love it. Uh-oh. Was it about your uh, roommate looking at some girl's ass? Oh, no. That was years. Um, thank you for reminding me. I'm going to have to go yell at him for that. Um, no Once a week, we'll remind you. Right. So I had, I was giving out ice cream scoopers as favors. And one night, me and roommate went to dinner and we came back to my house. This is when we were engaged, before we got married. And um, my mother was like, oh, I did the um, favors. I, I, put the bows on them, but I didn't put them on all the same way. I put them on all different ways. And I looked at her and I went, what? And she's like, yeah, come look. Well, me, okay. So they were in like a long, thin box. And, she, <laughs> and the, the bows were just put on like all different ways. 
Well, I fucking cried like you wouldn't fucking believe. <laughs> Here's your fucking ice cream scoop. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear to you, like maybe I was getting my period or something. I don't know. I I was like, what the fuck did you do? I literally said this to her, my mother. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, I remember she like all the color was like drained from her face. She's like, what do you oh, mean? I'm like, terrible. what oh. the fuck? Why would you fucking do this? This looks fucking horrible. So I remember my roommate just staying there awkwardly. Like, mm. so I, was, I looked at him. I was like, help me take the fucking bows off. We're doing this over right now. God. <laughs> that is that is awful. And that's it. She so honestly, it. I'm on your side. Your bitch of a mother fucked up those bows. How dare she? How dare she go uh, out of her way yeah. to try and help with the favors and mess it up that badly? Oh my god, you know what's funny? I'm getting I'm getting like a little angry thinking about it right now. Like how dare she <laughs> how dare she think that that would be even cute looking? <laughs> you I'm could you couldn't just go she tried to help. Right. And it's not a big deal cuz it's just the favors. No one's going to compare bows what frank get out of here um so in this instance am i kate or am i megan oh am i, I the bitchier one i don't know but i was just gonna say people get crazy around wedding oh, yeah they and do. not even just the bride though it's weird like it's weird like cousin victoria like you hear this shit and then all of a sudden these people out of nowhere are like well they gave it and you're like who the fuck are they like just mm-hmm. weird scenarios of like this is supposed to be the bride and groom's day, and now you got like the third cousin chiming in with her fucking thoughts on the you know the dress colors, and you're like shut the fuck up, like just let it let it all be. But people families get nuts during weddings. Yeah, it's I'll, true. I'll never understand. You know what? <laughs> Somebody I used to work with at the radio station gave me the best advice ever. I'll shout her out, Amy. She fucking came to me during the craziness of our wedding planning. Oh. And she goes, listen to me. She goes, in two or three years, you're going to have children. And none of this is going to fucking matter. She's like, mark my words. Mm. And she could that couldn't be more true. Yeah, I don't even remember your wedding. You live and die by those wedding plans. And then you have a kid and like that kid turns one and you look back and you go, what the fuck were we even worried about or cared about? It's true. And then you think about like 16 years later and you go, why the fuck did my mother have to touch my ice cream scoop? <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, that was like your, that was like the biggest problem you've ever had. <laughs> no. Well, there was, there was bigger problems. There was, but maybe cause just everything all at once, but Oh my god! I'm gonna have to text my mother right now. Actually, did you have a drama-filled wedding? Um, I did. There were certain aspects of it that were like, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. us too. We had some drama. Yeah. You know what? Day of, we were all right. I think. Yeah, we we were smooth, but leading into it, there were some rough spots. Yep. Like what? There was. I mean, you know, Frank, I love Frank. He doesn't remember shit. Like he really, he literally, he has no idea. <laughs> You better text him. I'll text him on the side. <laughs> huh? <laughs> it's like a tattles for huh? I don't know what's going on most of the um, time. Frank's brother nearly died at your wedding. That was that uh, I rem- that I wasn't aware of when it was happening, but I found out later. Yeah. That's because we, there was drama friends, around that though too, right? 
as true friends, we would have let him die and we would have protected you from it. We would have buried him and moved on. And just years later, been like, I don't know what happened. A couple years later, be like, where, where the hell? I haven't seen Mike in a while. <laughs> I haven't seen my brother in a little bit. So oh, don't worry about that. On. Yeah, he was just overly drunk. He didn't. Know but it's a sore subject for his wife 10 years later, 16 years later. Well, because his other idiot friend is arguing with his idiot sister and they're still having the same argument fucking 10 years later on on the degree of drunkenness. Like, it makes a difference. Who cares? Yeah, that's, like, that's my yeah. point. There's so many little things that why why make a big deal out of these little things? Like uh, All the people need to know is he got so drunk he threw up in a magazine rack, which yeah. was an all-time. Because <laughs> any magazine rack. Anyway. I don't care what it is, is just filled with slots and holes. So you could imagine. That's the... what she said. <laughs> it was basically it's a like... colander of, of vomit. Filled with slots and holes like your mom, man. It's nice. Leave Joanne alone. <laughs> Listen, we just sent Joanne back on an airplane to Florida. How and... So you guys are not having parents in the sex. A parents in the house sex. Sorry. No, we are not. Sorry. We, we are not. Um, it was. You think they did it in your house? My parents? Yeah. You think my parents fuck in this house? I don't know now. I think they have, but not. I don't. Not this trip. Now you guys do, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we don't let anything slow down this sex train. Good for you. Um, but we did three weeks. Three weeks with them. It's tough. I don't know about you guys. See, I don't know. You both have really nice mothers. My mother. This is my nice. This is my exchange with my mother the other day. I I I go downstairs into the kitchen. She's down there making coffee. I think I'm getting ready to take the kids somewhere, and um, she's like, she's like, you, you know, you're you're doing. You, like, I was taking the. I don't know what I would like. I was taking the kids to the umpteenth fucking movie during the. You know. And my mother goes, you know, you're you're being a really good dad by doing this. And I it was we had this like moment. And I was like, I was about to be like, thank you for acknowledging how hard I'm working as a father. She goes, you're, you're doing a really good job with all this. She goes, we got to lose some fucking weight because you. <laughs> no, she did not say that. Oh, boy. On my <laughs> children who are sleeping in the other room. That's Joanne's love right there. That is Joanne's love. She's just concerned. She's yeah. a concerned. Mom. That's what she does to me. She goes, she, she, now, can I just say, this is, you wouldn't be able to tell, but I've been hitting the gym for what? The last four weeks? So I've already, I'm already putting, this is my mother, not helpful advice, helpful advice four weeks too late. Like I'm already <laughs> making the adjustments in life and she can't just let it happen. She's got to like, Put a little fucking dig into there. That's fantastic. You know, I think I just came up with a billion dollar idea. Which is what? A fast pl- food place called The Gym. Oh. And you I... just say, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. I'm, I'm hitting the gym. It would be, people would go, and, you know, I think it would be a good, like, I think people would go to that. Give me the elevator so, pitch. What happens there? They they just eat like pigs? It's, food. it's right. It's, yeah. You, you're, it's, it's a, Fat, you know, to get fat. To get it's a fast fat. food place. It's a just so you place. can say you're going to the gym. Yeah, the allure of it is, right. it's a, it's a. I'm going to the gym. It's a joke, 
but it's really good food. That's By the way, have you look at the look? I'm this guy now. Look, see. The hell is that? Oh, you're stepping. Are you counting you're your counting steps? steps? How many today? I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how to work this thing. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it's good. I just I just put it on. And it became this. It's like guy. his wife's G spell, huh? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, did I get it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, but yeah, I became good luck. I became that guy. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to like harm, like harp on it. But um, oh, that's good. You're going to the gym. That's awesome. Good for you. I'm tracking steps, Scott. Yeah, good for me. Really good proud you. of you. You're being a good dad. You fat fuck. Thanks, mom. Thanks now, a lot. Did you go to the gym because your mom said that, or you <laughs> were going to the gym already? That was a, I, like I told you. I'm four weeks into going. Oh, all right. I've been going, and and the times she said this to me, she's at least seen me go three to four times and okay. still felt the need to oh. this by the way is my wife's doing she's just like listen you son of a bitch you're not having a heart like she's really doing her best to keep me alive at this uh, point. okay so it's okay when your wife calls you calls you says you have to no well it. she didn't do that she was just like i want to make sure you stick around you know she's like because this is miserable so if i'm going to go through this well, that's all your mom was trying to do i think I don't know. I thought it was a little. I thought Maybe it was a little tactless, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, could have tiptoed around it a little bit. She could have. Yeah, she could have. She did not. She ran right through that stop sign. She, yeah. Um. Speaking of which, can I tell you about the the best meal of my life? What do you mean the other night? No, was it really? Is this before or after you hit the gym? Yeah, right. I went to the gym in the morning of the best meal of my life, just in, okay. in anticipation. Yeah, of everything I was going to eat. So you know the tradition in my family, Uncle Glory Hole takes us all out to a restaurant instead of getting us Christmas gifts. That's nice. That's what we do every year now. So and every year he makes it a surprise. So like we don't know it's like we don't know what to expect. We don't know what we're doing. Um, you know, we don't do free plugs, but I have to mention it because if anybody has a chance to, to go while they're in New York city, we went to this place called Lake Cuckoo, okay. which, which is a Michelin star French restaurant. So we go and we're sitting there and he, I, I mean, Frank, I can't even tell you, I don't even know what he fucking drops on these dinners. Like Morgan star restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be up there. Like somebody's mortgage he puts down on this one fucking dinner (laughs) on me, my cousin, my wife, just a complete waste. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't pick a worse crowd to to spend money on. But we go and they give us the menu and then they give us this little card and it's like you can have a tasting menu for this much. Mm. And so now it's like so my uncle. So Uncle Jamie goes, well, what's in the tasting menu? So the waitress goes, well. It's whatever the chef decides. Now I'm intrigued because I'm like, and she goes, it's, he picks some stuff on the menu and he gives you some stuff off the menu. Now I'm fucking in. If That's a, fun. If a chef is going to cook for you off menu, that is shit that they are really good at and really passionate about and don't, you know, it's not enough to share to the mass, to the masses, the mass public. So we do the consensus. Now my wife goes, I was kind of coming here for one dish in particular. And my uncle goes, I was kind of coming here for another dish in particular. We don't know if we're going to get it. So we said to the waitress, like, it would be great if we could do these two. Because it was like, he gives you like six different appetizers, two different entrees to share, and a couple desserts. 
So we're like, can we really name our two entrees and see if he'll come through with it? He did. And they were like, two of the best fucking things ever. Ooh, what was what it? What was it? All right. So one was duck three ways. Mm. It was duck breast, which was phenomenal. Then it was the leg, which was cooked in this, I don't know, D, what would you say? It was almost like a teriyaki sauce, for lack of a better term, but like a, like not the stuff you get in your local fast food Chinese place, like a billion times worth of flavor. And then they served it in a foie gras, mm. which oh was to fucking die for. You like that. Oh, my God. Now, I know it's like hit the gym. I know it's a little inhumane and it's definitely not healthy. So here's what happens. So it's me, my wife, Uncle Glory Hole, Uncle Jamie, um, my cousin and his wife. Now, six of us. So they're basically bringing a portion for each table where, you know, so I'm sitting across from my cousin's wife. My wife's sitting next to me, my cousin, Uncle Glory Hole, Uncle Jamie. So every table's got a thing. So now my cousin's wife goes, eh. I don't really want to eat the foie gras. It's not humane. And the five of us start looking at each other on who's going to get her fucking (laughs) portion of foie gras. That's how fucking good it was. But the best dish we had was this thing called pike moose. Now, pike is a fish, right? They make a moose out of this fish. Mm. And they mold it to this, like, this quenelle, which you've ever seen, like, at fancy places, they scoop the ice cream and, like, that. Yeah oval football so it was this big thing like that it was pike moose and then around it they put this lobster broth that was like it was i mean beyond like i you sat there and you like don't have an orgasm in front of your family with nobody actually (laughs) touching your penis that's how delicious it was that's something it was so fucking good like i can't even tell you cuddles got shit-faced hammered drunk Ooh. Like hammered drunk. What did she drink there? She was, what did you start with? A martini? She started with a vodka martini and then like three glasses of wine later. And I was trying to, going into the weekend, I was trying to like surprise her like with a hotel. And I told her about it because, you know, I just kind of felt like at the time I was like, let's, do you want to do this or not? She was like, no. Fucking two glasses of wine in. She's like, let's get a hotel room. Ooh. Oh boy. So we get a hotel room. And then um, uh, Uncle Glory Hole and Uncle Jamie like, oh, well, well, I was like, let's go to a bar. Let's like continue the night. And my wife did the funniest thing ever. She's sitting there with a glass of water, hammered off her ass, trying to maintain. And somebody goes, what time is it? And she literally looks at her watch and pours oh, the glass. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she fell for the uh, instructions are on the heel. <laughs> yeah, it was so adorable. Situation. But it was Very beautiful. Nice. We had a view of the Freedom Tower and everything in, in Soho. Yeah, nice. it was really it was See, quite nice. Okay. French food. I feel like and listen, I've eaten in <laughs> sorry. I've eaten in Monaco. <laughs> Whoa, okay. So so Anthony you, you Sorry. can't say anything now. No, I just, I, you know what I just relived right there? Do you remember the early Sopranos where Christopher backs the band for Adriana and they're in the studio and the dickhead band guy goes, excuse me, but I've recorded in Denmark. And he's oh, yeah. and it's exactly what you just I sound did sound like, like that. Um, 
I don't know if I'm such a fan of French food. I'm not going to say you're wrong here. I I agree. I'm not dying for French food all the time. I think it's the texture. Because it's like, you know, the um, the liver, like the liver mousse. Mm. I just and um, I don't know if I had it before, before I went to Monaco, but there our Christmas party. It was one of the dishes. And I was like, "Mm, what's this? And like, oh, just eat it. And I was like, oh, God. Well, everyone's fucking looking at me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll taste it. And I was like, "Mm, that's so good. (laughs) No, I didn't mind the taste of it. It was the consistency that bothers me. Yeah, but it's like a mousse. Like, you don't like chocolate mousse? Yeah, when it's chocolate mousse, not when I know it's fucking liver. I think that's what it might combined with the fact that it's a it's liver yeah all right shout out to dr dex by the way for catching the sopranos reference yeah but i mean the intensity of flavor in Mm. a dish like that is insane just just a heads up go ahead the there was a ban on fragua that went into effect last year get out of here but was overturned December 15th of last year, 2022. So you just got in New York City. So nice. they just started serving it back when you, serving it again, I guess, when you had it. Um, how, do you, how do you ban foie gras? I mean, it is just so of the, the good. Thing. You know the whole thing. Mm. Uh, there's another place. There's a new restaurant in the city I want to try. Um, I want to try that place you sent us uh, the other day. The... Uh, charcuterie place me yeah that does look good that looks insane you just go there and you pick out that's not you make your own what it's all the stuff we like it's all the can i tell you something and olives and cheeses and shit we're blowing up this charcuterie business way too I much love it. way I love too it. much why i mean it's great it's fucking it's it's cured meat on a board i mean it's we've been yeah, doing this for years as italians now all of a sudden it's this whole fucking thing because it's the salami shaped like a rose no, I don't care about I'll the I'll give shape. you a salami sheep like a rose. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> you got one in my drawer. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, but this place is like, oh, it's the Chipotle of charcuterie. But what the fuck does that even? Chipotle is dog shit anyway. I don't even I know, know right? what that means. That's a weird description. I, but I, the place looked good. And it looked, you know, the the stuff that they have, you know, um, we're all fans of that kind of stuff the, the peppers and the cheeses and all that stuff we, we we all eat that we go every the one thing that goes at every holiday gathering is the uh the antipasta with all the that's true that's charcuterie that's that fucking board is empty yeah, forget, by the end of a who party cares about shit about the board put it on a, on a piece of wax paper for me and i'm and don't you don't have to shape anything just slice it up and send it out and i'm good uh okay no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm sorry, Jeannie, but I was going to say, I guess the difference is like now there's like this posh, like, oh, it's the Chipotle of charcuterie, but that's a fucking Italian deli. Just go to an Italian deli, <laughs> know, know what you're doing, get your four cured meats and your cheeses and go home. You're done. Yeah, I mean, you got to slice it up. You got to put it all together. You got to sit there. I feel this is like a restaurant. You go there and you, you pick all the different the, like there's the jams and the spreads and all this stuff. And you could have why you, you know, it's like a social thing too. And the place, 
it looks, you know, it looks halfway decent. It doesn't look like a, you know, you just go to a deli and then going home yeah. and sitting on your couch. You know, it looks like a nice place. So. I got to tell you, when we're doing that st stuff at home now, we don't even fucking buy. You just open up the deli uh, bag and just fucking eat it right off the wax paper. We don't even oh, yeah. put any effort into it anymore. I, I like to make a nice sandwich. When I, I buy cold cuts all the time, and I sometimes it's bad. I can't. I have to stop doing it. Middle of the night, I'll get up. I'll make a freaking sandwich, and it's like I get the, the peppers and the, the. Sometimes I'll mix a little mayo and mustard, throw that on there. What is with you with eating in the? Can I just say this too? I, I don't. I'm trying to stop. I don't do that that much. If I had a roasted red pepper after midnight, I'd be oh, dead. Oh yeah, no. I would be dead. Really? I, 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 I can't ever eat them at all anymore. I get grossed out by them. To tell you the truth, it's the texture too. Why? It is a slimy texture. It's a slimy texture. I don't like but it. It's a pepper. It's not liver. I'll tell you the only ones that vegetable. don't don't bother me is made from a pizzeria slash restaurant from our old neighborhood. Um, the only ones what the red peppers? Mm-hmm. And okay. and don't gross me out. It's not about gross. The the agita I get from a fucking well, red too. pepper is beyond. I would I would be dead. I would yeah. be dead. You'd be like, oh, my chest is hurting me all night long. 100%. Man, how old yeah. are you guys? Yeah, I don't know. A roasted red pepper and a sun-dried tomato. I cannot handle it. Really? You can't handle it. That's, yeah, on, dude. I don't but know. Yet, you can't handle that, but yet you ask your wife if you could have sex with her before you have sex. Makes sense. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> know, Which you didn't give us some it. shit after that last episode, that consent episode, Frank. I was just surprised you watched the episode. Yeah, me too. That was also surprising. <laughs> That's what I fixed, fixated on. Like, holy shit, she watched it. Uh, last uh, thing on food. So we get up in the hotel next morning, and I go on Yelp because I'm like, what are we going to do for breakfast? And I realize we're like three blocks away from Dominic Ansel's Bakery. <gasps> oh. This is the guy who invented the cronut, for those of you who don't mm -hmm. know. Ooh. At our very first cronut, this month's flavor happens to be peanut butter banana. How was it? Oh, it was, let me tell you something. All the hype was real. Thanks I mean, for dropping one off for us, right, Frank? Oh, yeah. Sorry, honestly, yeah, we, we're good. Could we're you only? Did you have a? Was there still a line outside? No, there was no line outside, which I was grateful for. But it's deceiving because you walk in and you see the place, and then it's like. 150 feet deep and there's a 150 foot line that goes back in the oh, other direction oh, so you gotta okay. like walk past everybody and then get on the end of the line but it was delightful i mean it was really really a delicious pastry they do a good job with that shit mm. yeah, i gotta tell you it was good that sounds fantastic yeah the cronut is real which actually and then i was i was eating it i was like this is fucking delicious and then i started thinking about a couple of years ago when Dunkin' Donuts started making it during the initial craze, and I just started getting angry because I'm like, there's no way you could fucking replicate this with a shitty fucking Dunkin' Donut. Actually, well, there is something want? similar. Definitely not as good, but it's not as not far. I'll send it to you. Where, like around here? It's in uh, Smithtown. Smithtown? Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing good has ever come from Smithtown. Not even the Smiths. <laughs> Uh, what does it tell me? I'm intrigued now. I want to know. Um, hold on a minute. It's kind of you know, like. Go ahead. I was gonna say as you're coming up with that, you know, it's funny, Frank. He came up with like a second thing, which was like a popover, like donuty thing, 
mm-hmm. and just hasn't taken off. And they were like in there, like, here, you want to try the new thing? Like it's and it's just like nobody fucking wants well, that. Well, did it just the how how old is it? How how long has he been pushing this thing? I think I remember reading about it like a year ago. Like he's got it, he's come back with another great thing, and it's clearly it's just not taken off. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You've heard of a cronut, though. Yeah, but I, the guy who invented it, I don't know. I didn't know it yeah. was invented recently. I'm sure. It, you know, but why wouldn't uh, donut place Dunkin' Donut? You can't have the top of the line cronut every time you get a cronut. You know, but yeah, not everybody makes go, them or tries you're to have make to them. Go to Dunkin' Donuts or something. Yeah, but they all tried right after he fucking. Right after he did it, they all like everybody. Like I said, he got to Dunkin' Donuts, and Dunkin' Donuts is like, "Oh, we'll start doing it too," and it was just dog dog shit. But I'll tell you this, and I, I'm I'm I didn't forget Janine. I, we're gonna get to what her, what she's gonna say. I could tell people are freaking the fuck out already. But like every pastry that this guy fucking makes looks like it came like you know when you're like at a place and you just can't get over how fake something looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but it's it, like a. a, a... Like it's a uh, prop in a movie or something. Here, look at his Instagram. Look at these croissants. Look at that. It looks fake. Mm. But they're they like look a, so good. They're a hundred percent real. Like th- oh, this thing right here. This is a ham and cheese croissant that I had. I couldn't get over how fucking flavorful it was. Whoa. I was like, what's dying. the uh, what's that uh, striped thing? Uh, so this was the the chocolate croissant. Nice. So in there was chocolate, which was pretty friggin' good. I got Cuddles a Nutella thing that she really liked. This is the cronut here. So you could see it's like a combination croissant donut. And they that stick like nice. a cream in the middle and they put this glaze on top. It is fucking good. I'm always hungry after this show. Yeah. Good, Janine. What were you going to say? Um... Okay, so it's a certain bakery that makes, I don't know if it's half donut, half croissant. It's half something and half something else, like in that in that aspect. And it is pretty good. Is that Glen Wayne? No. Want no. me to tell you which one? Yeah, go ahead. Alpine Bakery. Oh, I feel like I've heard of Alpine Bakery. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm, all right. One location? Guess I'll have to get it next time. It's only yeah. one location. That's it. Right. We'll have to do a taste test next time. All right. Um, what else? All right. L- let me get to this quickly, very quickly, because I know Jenny hates this. Kevin McCarthy going for the Speaker of the House, right? Right. We talked about those crazy people like holding him up, and he was like, you wouldn't believe what they're asking for. It's crazy. I'm never going to give it to him. He gave them every last fucking thing. Just what, to what are they a- asking for? You know what? Okay, I can't go through everything because it's boring, but here's the worst thing that they asked for. The ability to call a vote to oust him as Speaker whenever they want. So if you want to oust the Speaker of the House, first of all, everybody has their own rules. They always come up with their own shit, but it's nearly impossible to do so unless you make it a provision in that, because this is the 118th Congress, they have to pass their own rules, which they just did today. By a slim margin, he got it through. They passed their own set of rules. And in that is any Republican at any time during the session of Congress can say, I would like to call uh, a vote to the floor to remove McCarthy as speaker, and they have to have the vote. So they can vote him out now at any time. 
And in the beginning, he was like, why would I give them that? They don't, this, it's 20 of them. They, they're crazy. And he literally, he gave them that and everything else. So they have every, a bit of the, they have, at any moment they can go, we want this guy out and it'll go to a vote. That's because he's a, he's a giant uh, asshole. No, it's kind of crazy. Caves. He just, he wanted what he wanted and he got it and he doesn't care what he had to do to get it. So that's, the general that's, consensus is deal with. he is the least powerful uh, speaker of the house in the history of the country that's because of you that. get yeah kind of crazy uh also i thought this was nuts the biden administration is looking at a study and thinking about a nationwide ban on gas stoves Why is so that? what are they saying is because of the natural get the consumption of national uh, they're natural saying gas? we got christmas we got freedoms let's get those stoves that's what they're going with I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is mulling uh, this action after a recent study showed emissions from devices that can cause health and respiratory problems, according to uh, Bloomberg, this article in Bloomberg. The CPSC commissioner said this is a hidden hazard. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Can you imagine hey, the thing safe. that's been in everybody's home for the last fucking 75 years. Now all of a sudden they're like, oh, this might not be safe. Well, if they well, new new studies, what are you going to do? If that's what, that's what they're finding out. Electric, electric, electric stoves suck. Gas stoves are a hundred times better to cook with. That's what we, we have an electric stove, electric oven, everything. I we don't have it. gas anything in this house. This is why I won't eat at your house, Frank. And we do, we like, we like our stove, our oven. Studies studies link the gas stoves to respiratory illness, cardiovascular problems, cancer, and other health conditions. They're saying more than 12% of childhood asthma cases can be attributed to gas stoves. According to this report last month in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. Boom. All right. Um, so if, that, if that's the case, then... What's the big fucking deal? Just you know what weirds stuff. me out? That seems like black magic. Those induction stoves. Have you seen these fucking things? I don't think you, what? No, I, have, I don't think I've seen them. Okay, an induction stove is you put the pan on the thing and it gets hot. You yeah, take the pan off, you put your it. hand on it. Cold. I yeah, have I have one here. You in have the, an induction. You're fucking fancy. Um, Only because someone gave it to me. Oh, that's I some fancy ass shit. I don't have, I've never bought a pan yet. Or a pot for it because <laughs> I never cook down here. You but don't need a special pan or anything. You do. Or a regular pan, right? No, no I think you needs... need a. Pa- I, I think you need a special pan for it. it has yep. to be a special pan. Okay. Yeah, it has to be a black magic voodoo pan. Ah. To, yep. to make it work. That sounds pretty cool. I don't know. Seems weird. And there's to me. no gas. It's a. It's an electric thing, right? Yeah, but it's induction. Okay. Don't ask me what that means. It means that it's going to it's lined up for the whole thing, right? It it induces cooking, I believe. Oh right. God! <laughs> uh, Andrew Tate might have been hospitalized in Romania. I love a report like this where they're like, Fuck "He might have been hospitalized." Yeah, everybody might have been something. Yeah, <laughs> we all might have been hospitalized. All right. Uh, most interesting, and thanks to Jumpstart Coffee Company for sponsoring this episode. Save fifteen percent when you order your bag with the link in the description. Promo code AOA fifteen. Do you know who Michael Jordan's son is dating? Who? Hmm. I'm I think gonna Frank's going to gather a guess. 
I'm going to say Michael Jordan's son. It's fucked up. It, like, if you made this be, podcast, what, 30 years old. John Stark's daughter. Son's got to be 30 years old. That's John a good guess from Jay Sabs. Thank you. John Stark. I'll say he's dating. A, not a Kardashian. No. I don't think there's any left. Really? I mean, I guess Kim is back on that. Yeah. Larry Bird's daughter. <laughs> Another good guess. That is fucking good. Thank Patrick you. Patrick Ewan's daughter. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's son, not daughter, ex-wife. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Larsa Pippen. So Michael Larsa Jordan's Pippen. teammate, his pal, oh, Larsa, whatever. Probably not Pippen anymore. His ex-wife is banging Michael Jordan's son. How fucking awkward is that at the Chicago Bulls reunion? I mean, yeah, it's a little weird. It's nothing to do with Michael Jordan. He's not. I mean, I guess it's how was Thanksgiving at the Jordan house with the new Frank? This is this is like fast forward 15 years and my son starts banging your wife. Yeah, that's weird. That's awkward. That's weird. That is awkward. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, ha- you just had to put it in perspective for me. Now I'm with you. I'm on the weird train with you here. It's definitely like not I good. mean wait, his son is Michael B. Jordan, the actor, right? No. Incorrect. No, no relation. Wait a minute. No relation. No. I forgot it's what his I think his son's name might be Michael families. too. Yeah. Wait, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's wait a minute. But they're not okay. just like dating. She's like all over TikTok, like all over him. Like, like people were criticizing her. And it's weird because people were like, you know, go ahead, do what you got to do, girlfriend. You know, fuck that man and all that shit. But then there's people who are like, this, this kid, like, she's like flaunting the well, fact that she's banging Michael Jordan's kid. Well, is Scotty Pippen like? How long are they? Have have they been apart? How long have they been divorced for? Long time. Right? Long time. I still think it's wrong. I mean, it could be 20 years ago they got divorced. It would still be. It's still weird. It's still a weird thing. A really weird ass thing. You know, it'd be like it'd be like if I started dating like one of um, my friend's fathers. Right. So you're so you're for it. Yes. This isn't weird at all. This, this is, is just trying to get you guys, you know, comfortable with the idea in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let me we ask you this. Comfortable with though. it a long time ago. Let me ask you this: How old is How old is Big Tone? Was he seventy-one or seventy-two? Say. 72 All right, I don't know. and I know he's still laying pipe like nobody's business. He's probably getting laid more than me and Frank combined in a week. Yeah, not me, but you guys combined. Go ahead. But like, like if Janine, if, I know it's your fantasy, Janine, to get him. Let's say you actually do. It happens. You don't have a lot of years of of Tony the Tiger here. You know what I'm saying? Like at a certain point, he's gonna slow down a little bit. You're like, you really all right. Wanna... <laughs> That's it. Let's uh, let's let's call it a call it a night. I'm saying there's a cap on on the amount of time you have with a, an older person. Does doesn't bother you at all? Cap with anybody? No. I don't think so. I think he'll be. I think he'll be pounding away until he takes his last breath. 
Well, up here, that's what you're thinking. Right. That's what you want to think. Right. All right. I stand corrected. Good for you. Yeah. Um, I was at like a, what do they call those little like mingly things at work? What are they called? Party? Fuck? Yeah, like a party, I guess. Okay. Uh, and I ran into an old schoolmate. <clears throat> um, oh, me... I wonder who it is. From high oh, school? I know them. From high, okay. So here, let me tell you what happened, and I want people's opinions on this. I'm gonna put it. His name. I'm gonna. I'm putting it in the chat right now. This I might be spelling this wrong. Sending it to us. Okay. Now Frank and I went to the same high school. Janine and I didn't. Janine and us did not go to the same high school. But Janine, you might know the kid. I don't know. That sounds very familiar. Very familiar, right? So I'm looking at this guy, and we had we had talked a couple of weeks ago, knowing we were doing this thing, and then I'm looking at him, and I go. Man, you look so familiar. And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "You look familiar too." I go, "So now I start going. Are you from Howard Beach? Like, like with this and that? We're going through the whole thing. We finally nail it down that we went to the same high school." I go, "Did you go to this high school?" I did. Oh, and then I go, "What year did you graduate?" He goes, "2000." I go, "Me too." I'm like, what's your last name? He is two letters off from my last name. I go, we he must have been the same <laughs> He sits behind you in like every class. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't fuck it. I'm like, you look familiar, but I could not. Do you know who it is, Frank? I know the name, and I'm sure if I saw him, I'd be like, oh, of course. But uh, I can't picture him. I know the name, and I, I, I remember that name, but I can't picture him. All right, so now I'm like... Boy, I want now. I'm, now my whole life is starting to like flash in front of my eyes a little bit. Fast forward, he works with somebody. He works with his friend's mom, so he introduces me, and we're talking. And now I learn that that kid went to the same high school as us. So I go. She says the name, and I go. No, I don't know. Doesn't sound familiar. And I, she goes, now we get to what college did you go to? And I tell her the college. She goes, my son went to that college too. No shit. I go, what did he <clears throat> What did he do? Now, the college, well, I went to St. John's. It's no surprise. But our, our TV and radio, our media division, was in one building on one floor. And I go, what did he do? She goes, he ran the television station. She goes, what did you do? I go, I ran the radio station. <laughs> I I'm like I had to see him. We were they were literally next door to each other. Right. I go show me a picture. So she shows me a picture, and I go, "Yep, I know exactly. I know exactly who that is." And now I'm re- now I'm starting to sweat because I'm like, I might have been a dick. I was I was a little difficult in those college years, and now I'm panicking because sure. and now she's like. What spell your last name? I'm gonna text him. And now I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Just make up someone's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, Joe uh, Gabby Goots. Uh, oh, that. my full name F R A N K. So now, not now the same college though. So I give her my, and now I'm stuck because she, you know, she knows. I already said it. I got to repeat it. She texts him. She didn't get an answer back from him, but now I'm panicking because I'm like, I don't know if I was a dick to this guy or not. Because there was a little bit probably. of like I'm going to go say probably radio. Yeah, I'm going to say probably TV. too because you always butted heads with with management in the radio days. Yeah, and that's probably what happened. And I I guess I'm sure he didn't answer because he hates you. And now, if you remember when I was doing 
when I was doing radio back then, it was with somebody else, and he he was could be a handful at times. Sure. I was the nice one out of that duo. Oh God! Now do I know who that person is? Yeah, come on, yeah, you know I who think that we don't no. talk anymore. Him and oh, I. is he a little? Yeah. So now, okay. so now I'm like, now I'm like, oh, I feel really bad because this, this is like a weird. Because now, now I like I know her, and we it was like one of those. What do you call it? like when you fucking with other professionals? What do they call that? Networking. It was a networking. Oh thing. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm networking, you know, and like you know, know this person now, and now she's gonna go back to her son and be like, oh, that guy was a dick. Like I was a huge dick. Yeah, you were. But I mean, you're not tied to them in a, any kind of business way, right? You no, not. Thing. I mean, not really. I mean, kind of, sort of, but not really. But here's the thing: like, how do you avoid? Like, I can't. Okay, here's what's weird: I cannot remember whether or not you were or not. Yeah, we we had a good relationship or not. And then I'm looking at this guy, and we were lit. We had to be in the same homeroom and i don't remember this fucking kid whatsoever you know are they let me ask you this are these people that you like the radio guy and the other guy at from high school are they more successful than we are i got news for you buddy everybody's more successful than damn me. <laughs> darn it uh are you fr- you're not friends with him on facebook right no i don't think so and then I'm probably getting this wrong, but the guy goes to me. He goes, you know, who I was just talking to the other day and he lays this name on me and I start laughing because, again, I, I just texted it to you, Frank. I can't picture this guy's face, but I remember his name. And he was one of those guys where he was just I remember him. The fucking. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> his name was such he's a, such a peculiar name. He does have it. Oh, yeah, and, right. am I picturing the right person? See, that's I don't even fucking. I gotta, know. Go I gotta to break the, out of the yearbook. I gotta break out of year. I can't remember. That's funny. Oh, my father. Names. Well, you know what the problem is. We haven't gone to any reunions. The other problem with that is I never get. Do you get invitations to reunions for for our high school? Not anymore. Yeah, I got like a five, five in a ten year. Yeah, my father. When I, I graduated, when I we graduated eighth grade. My father and I were sitting in a room, and he goes, believe me when I tell you. He goes, you're not even going to remember these people, and none of this is going to matter. And I go, you know, when you're eighth grade, how old are we, 13 or whatever it was? Yeah, like, this is the most important stuff going on right now. It was so fuck. And some of those, Frank and I have been together since fourth grade. Some of those kids I was with since kindergarten. Oh, yeah. And I looked at him, and I go, you're fucking crazy. There is no way... These people aren't going to be a major part of my life for the rest of my life. And now I can't fucking remember one of them. Yeah. Oh, you're horrible. You're oh, horrible. High school. Oh, you all remember the, pe- everybody from high school? All the wonderful memories of high school. Prom, hockey games, dances, school trips, awesome shit that we fucking did. We all this great all stuff. That stuff. This kid probably sat four feet away from me for four <laughs> fucking years. I can't remember a goddamn thing I did with him. <laughs> Well, he didn't make a big impact. I remember again. I remember the names. The names stick out like a sore thumb. As soon as you you sent them to me, I was like, "Yeah, of course." I, but, I always remember people. I do have a good memory. I really do. Um. Okay. For, for instance, you're gonna laugh at this, but, um, 
Like, I always remember people's faces. Don't laugh at me, but I know you are. Um, on our honeymoon, we met a couple from Long Island. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and we kept in touch with them, and we emailed them, like, you know, every so often. And then, and then we stopped, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she switched jobs, so she didn't use that email anymore or something, whatever. About five years ago, they, I was walking down a Target aisle, and now this is like, I'm going to say, I'm God, 11 years after our wedding, I was walking down the aisle in Target, and this guy comes ne- next to me, and I was like, oh my God. And now I forgot his name, but I was like, it's you. You're, fr-. And he looked at me, he goes, wait. He goes, he's looking at me, and I'm like, you're from the cruise. Remember we met? And he's like, oh my God, yes, I do remember. Now my husband was like, how the hell did you even remember his face? And I was like, I don't know. Because we weren't friends on Facebook. Surprisingly, we weren't. I just have a good memory of people. I do. I can rem- I remember faces. I, I'll, if I see someone I recognize, I, I could probably tell you, oh yeah, from this, from that, from that. But like, I cannot, I cannot, retain their name like i'll see them i'll go i know you mm. but i cannot for the life of me ever remember your name mm. i'm very bad with names but isn't it weird it's like I, okay you recognize the face janine can you remember all the things that you did with that person oh, why how could you now because that's the weird thing about this like i recognize this guy and i go you look familiar and okay i got the name down we figured out we were at the same high school Everything else is a complete blur. I, could, I have no idea if this guy was my fucking science partner. I have no idea. Well, why we... would you remember that? that? That's all like stuff. That's that's a blur. Uh, that's all every day. You know, it's all because kind of meld together. When, when you're in a, a high school with 400 other people in your grade, you're like, oh, we were in the same year. What's your last name? And then he tells you and you're like, we have this. We must have been in the same home. And you can't remember the guy in your fucking homeroom. Like, that's. Yeah, but what? There were 30 people in our homeroom. What are you going to, you know, you can't remember everybody. 25 years ago. That hurt the hardest. That Oof. hurt the hardest. When he gave me the other guy's name and I go, I haven't heard that name. And I did the math quickly. And I was like, oh, my God, it's been 22 years. Yeah, that's that's a that's half. That's half your life ago. More than Some, that. Somebody born the year that we graduated can legally drink alcohol now. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that is ridiculously fucked up. Whenever, like, it's so weird. Uh, my nieces are in their teens, and whenever we talk about like something like nine eleven, they weren't around. I know. It's so weird to be like, oh shit, you weren't even born yet. You know, now, I'll tell you, you the, just forget. I'll tell you the weirdest thing about your nieces is your nieces are now, or at least the one is in this is in the school that we were in. That both of them. Is ne- they're both in there now? Okay, that's what I yeah. thought. That is freshman, and yeah, it's so uncomfortable to me. Like that is so. They have can't... some of our teachers. They talk to me about. I we know. have the same. We had the same teachers. I know, and I and they go, oh, you know what, uh, Mister So and So said to me the other day that he remembers when you did this, and and you're just going, none of this is right. This can't be right. This is this, life, my friend. This cannot be correct. Yeah, we have. Our our old hockey coach, head coach, teaches you know still teaches there. 
has them for for Jim. And it's like, yeah, that, that's 20-something years later. It's, it's, it's crazy. Same person, Italian classes, the same teacher. It's, it's, it's they're there for, you know, that's what it is, 22 years later. It's so strange. You know, and yeah. when, when we were at the school, you would hear teachers go, I taught your uncle or I taught your dad. And you'd be like, man, you're fucking old. And some of those teachers are still fucking there teaching your nieces. And they're saying that. I taught your uncle. <laughs> they're saying that to our nieces. And, and, and you're the uncle now, which is so, I can't wrap my head around it. I just cannot yeah. wrap my head around it. It's insane. It, it escapes me. Here's something that'll blow your mind. Ready for this? I don't think yeah. you're ready for this. I'm probably okay. Not. not after today. Okay, I'm gonna look. Uh, I just gotta get the exact age, because this will will shock you. Is this gonna be like one of those things? Like, did you know Albert Einstein was closer to this year than something you know, like that? Like, okay. Oh, fuck. So, do you remember? Remember uh, Jack Klompus, the guy who gave Jerry the pen in Jerry in Seinfeld. Uh, in in Florida. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. In that episode, take the pen. Take the pen. By the way, best eyebrows on television ever. Oh, sure. Jack Columbus. Okay, go ahead. He was only 55 years old in that episode. Holy shit. For real? He was 55. He looked like he was 85. He looked like he was 85. He was only 55 years old in that pen episode. God damn. He was only 15 years older than us. <laughs> oh. Isn't that fucked up? No, it's really fucked up. I go, how old was Jerry in that? I didn't even put us into that category, that he was only 15 years older than us. Yeah. God damn it. Jack Klompus in Take the Bad was only 15 years older. When he's fucking putting the toothpick in his mouth coming out of the restaurant. Yeah. I did not have a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you gonna get a meal like that? Yeah, he was he was a good character, but yeah, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Well, Somebody sent me a, a clip of Nikki Glazer. You know Nikki Glazer? Yeah, comedian. I don't know what podcast she was on, but she said that she was talking to Jerry Seinfeld, and he apologized for the uh, finale of Seinfeld to her, and she was like, "Why? I thought it was great." And you know what he said, which I never, never really occurred to me, because I, I think you're the same way. I think we both thought the fucking finale was brilliant. I liked the finale. My my big complaint with the finale is that it wasn't enough of them. It was too much of the characters. It was the, it was the other characters, and the, I mean the first half of the episode. It was a two parter. The first half of the episode was them, the four of them, but then the se- the whole second the whole part two. I think they had like four lines. You know, it wasn't any. It, it wasn't Jerry, George, Kramer, or Elaine. It was just the side characters, and that, fair, that was fair critique. Of, yeah, that's a yeah. fair critique. Um, but I think you and I were the few people that kind of knew that the, which is why I think it's so brilliant. The last line in the episode is the first line in the pilot. Right. I mean, that's what brings it full fucking circle. Yeah, and when the he whole says the we, button on the shirt, yeah, haven't we talked about this yet? And he's like, have we? I, I mean. So. Fucking brilliant! We did, yeah, yeah. No, that was great, and they're brilliant. sitting like they were, like they would be at the at the table. At the, but this is what I never realized. I'd love to get your opinion on this, Robin, too, and a bunch of the people in the chat. He he, what he was apologizing for was he said he listened to the critics 
when he wrote the episode and feels like now he shouldn't have. Meaning, when people critique the show, even favorable uh, critiques, they always kind of said that Jerry, George, Kramer, and Elaine were bad people. Like, meaning, like, the shit that they did was fairly mean, which is accurate. I mean, the stuff that they did was mean, but he felt like they were bad people, and he felt like he had to put them in their place, which is why they wind up in jail. That's why he wrote the Good Samaritan story arc, and they go to jail. He said if he did that today, he wouldn't do that because comedy in its essence can be mean. He said, but Jerry George, Kramer and Elaine weren't necessarily bad people, even though at the time everybody kind of wrote them off as they were because they spoke their mind or they broke up with the girlfriend yeah, or they did all they these. They broke up for stupid little reasons. Right. And they, right. They were just, yeah, they were, they were a little bit on the selfish side. But in the early days of the show, like the first few seasons, normal, you know, they, they were doing everyday sort of things. There was like a transition midway through the, the, the series where the episodes took a different kind of twist where each member of the cast had their own kind of plot in every Story episode. Line. Yeah. Right. But in the first few seasons, they were all revolved around the same plot for the most part. And it was, you know, going to a funeral or a ball game or this or that, you know, whatever it was. And it was everyday stuff. The second half of the series was got a little more out there. And they admitted, and Jerry, I think, said that when, when they, the turning point was when George rescued the whale. I think that was like the turning point. Once he did that, they kind of took liberties with no. reality. Wasn't it the one where it was something with the cat and the restaurant blowing up? Wasn't that the one where they first, everybody had a storyline and they all tied in together at the well, end? That was, well, that was only the first season. That was the first season, first or second season. That was the uh, the 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 bus boy episode. The bus boy. The... That's it. Yes, I thought that was that like was three. Very early. No, like... no, no. That was very early. All right. We'll have to go I back. think they went a little bit outside of reality. You know, like they, I don't like they they did weird, crazy stuff. Like they had the right. They were bending reality and... to make all the storylines work, and just to make it all funny. And you know, they yeah, like but. You know, a lot of it, the first half was about dating and, and real life stuff. And then they got into like they're writing a pilot. They're they're working for NBC. They're doing all these weird. They're opening a movie theater. You know, all these crazy plots that kind of got out there. But yeah, it all worked, in my opinion. But I tell you what, it never dawned on me that he wrote that from a position of these are intrinsically bad people and they need to get their comeuppance at the end of this series like that. Even watching That's what that, I thought like, it was. Because they're from New York and they're all, because that's how they behaved in the in the episode when they saw the guy getting mugged. Yeah, they had this guy, you know, and they were making fun of it. You look at all the episodes, you know, whenever something crazy happens, that's a shame, you know, you know that whole. They would always, it would always be like that. You're right, but it just never dawned on me. I just thought it was another little wacky scenario that they found themselves in, because mm-hmm. because I was more fixated on. Whoever heard of the good, like I had heard, like that was like a thing, like people had heard of this thing, but didn't know it was real and would really play out mm-hmm. in a scenario like this. I was more fixated on that than, oh, they're finally right. getting what's coming to them, you know? Right. Cause 
because that was the I, that, I remember watching the the last episode and going yeah they they were dick they were assholes i mean you look at for example george faking handicap to get all the perks at his office right you know trying to slip a guy a mickey uh you know that's i mean george has a ton of them burn down the yeah. cabin and you know yeah. <laughs> like i know they got like everybody kind of got their chance to get their little revenge in but again i never i never a dog. F- elaine kidnaps a dog right i never <laughs> felt like they were bad people i just always felt like their behavior was a little off at times but yeah. for comedic purposes i exactly. never thought you know well yeah but you know then i mean i could go through every episode they all did something shitty you know elaine steals the eats the the cake out of peterman's office uh kramer you know the doves the whole thing he, he did a million things i don't know the doves uh, <laughs> the doves fly um he jumped he gets on a plane to harass the guy about the rent or whatever it was there's a lot of shit that they all kind of did that was shitty they stole they got in the limousine pre- pretended to be nazis oh know? the nazi bit remember that that, that was, was crazy that was a crazy episode that was hilarious I mean, they didn't pretend to be Nazis outside of the limo, but they were. That was a funny episode. Just to take a limo from the airport. Just to get the limo. They didn't, <laughs> yeah, that was that was a crazy. I imagine thinking, oh yeah, because you write that episode and you go, all right, they pretend to be O'Brien just to get the limo. Great, and then to take that and go, well, let's let's give them the worst uh, consequence to that. Let's make them have to pretend to be a you know Nazis to keep the charade on. <laughs> That's insane, the way they wrote that. Oh, that was good. Uh, a couple things in the live chat I want to acknowledge, Frank. Uh, Paige yeah. said, today's the anniversary of Bob Sackett. Wow, one year? Yeah. I, you know what's crazy? You look back on 2022, they were so... that I feel like that was the year of celebrity deaths. It was just... I feel like more than most years. Mm. There were so many more that you can... That you even... You go, oh, shit, I can't believe it's that many. Yeah. It's so many. It's unbelievable. Bob Saget's just one, but it's it's a big one. But you know what's weird? I feel like now every year we get a last-minute death before the end of the year. Yeah. Like, it was Barbara Walters Barbara this Walters, year. Pele. Pele. Last year it was... Uh, Betty, Betty White. Betty White. Yeah. Yeah, there's always an under-the-wire one. Yeah, right? There's always an under-the-wire one. That's become, like, the thing now. Um, curious to see who it's going to be. By the way, still think Bob Saget was murdered, and I will never, ever, ever move off of that. And <laughs> I probably think, right. I think we're so right. I, I think the documentary is going to hit in like five years, and you're going to be like, "See, I fuck. I'm not surprised. I knew it all along. They found this another thing. Somebody comes out of the woodworks. All that fucking shit." Yeah, no. Uh, we should do an episode on on mysterious deaths. On mysterious deaths. Like, when you look at, like, Biggie Tupac, there's, like, 47 movies on that. You look at Kurt Cobain, there's, like, 20 different documentaries on that death. There's a lot of deaths out there that people just have a lot of conflicting evidence about. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm trying to look up. You know, I wish people would just make a list instead of the name and, like, a three paragraphs. The name, three, but just give me the list of how who died in 2022. Oh, in, like, a year? All right, while you're finding that... Uh, I've been loosely following Bird is uh, uh, going out on a date or something. I'm sorry, Bird. I can't. I couldn't get hey. every. I think she's dating a new dude. Good for her. Congrats. Very nice. Yeah. 
Um, feel free to keep us posted so we can live vicariously through you. Because yeah. you're looking at two people that are have not dated in a while and are not dating anytime soon. <laughs> no, good good luck on your date. Hope By the way, even if good. our wives do leave us, we've still got a lot of work to do before <laughs> we can get back out there on the scene. Let's see. Sydney Poitier. Oh, Sydney Poitier. Bob Saget. That's uh, a fun name to say. Poitier. Poitier. Louis Anderson, Meatloaf. Uh, let's see. That was a bit. You know what? I think all of those were Louis Anderson. Those are all pretty close to each other, yeah, too. Um, what's his name? Norm MacDonald. Fucking Norm MacDonald. I'm still not over that. William Hurt, Taylor Hawkins. Uh, I'm still Estelle not over Harris, Taylor Hawkins. George's mom, Estelle Harris. Yeah. And I think uh, Jerry's mom, I forget her name. She she died last year, too. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried is a little devastating. Ray Liotta, James Kahn. James Kahn. Yeah, and Ray Liotta. Yeah, that's devastating. Naomi Judd, Tony Sirico from The Sopranos. Paul Sorvino. Not a good year for mob movie characters. New. No. Uh, let's see. Olivia Newton-John. Anne Heche. Queen Elizabeth. Louise Fletcher, who is Nurse, nurse Ratchet and in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Coolio. Uh, Loretta Lynn, old country singer. Angela Lansbury. Robbie Coltrane, who's Hagrid in Harry Potter. Leslie Jordan. Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was one of those weird ones where it's like, Jerry Lee Lewis died. And I was like, no, he didn't. And then it was like three days later, like, oh, he died now. Yeah, no, he did. Now he's dead. (laughs) Yep. Gallagher. Mm. But we still have Gallagher, too. So we got to look at the bright side of things. Do we? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. Christine McVie. Mm. Kirstie Alley, Bob, um, Bob McGrath from Sesame Street, Twitch, DJ Twitch. Do you ever, was Twitch 2022? Or that was this Pretty year? Sure. Oh, no, that was 2022. Yeah, right. Pretty sure. Um, you ever forget somebody died and then you're reminded of it and you're just sad all over again? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. You, oh, shit, he's dead. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sucks. You know who There's just died? From uh, Adam Rich. Adam Rich. From, yeah. Uh, what, eight is Enough? Eight is Enough. Yeah. Child star during Eight is Enough would grow up and go on to host uh, Man vs. Food and eat a lot of food. Oh. He was um, young. He wasn't that old. 50s. Yeah. That's Adam Richman, by the way. That's not the same guy. Just doing a little shtick. Oh. Just some jokes for people. Very good. Yeah. A lot too many. Too many people last year. Yeah. I think we're doing okay this year. Who's died this year? Barbara Walters? No, that was 2022. Oh, was last year. This year. Um, I mean, we're only nine days in. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, this year was him. was the guy you just mentioned, right? Adam Rich. Yeah. Adam Rich. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Deaths. Let's see. <laughs> Your Let's wife. See. I have the opposite. I always lament people who are dead only to have Frank tell me that they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Oh, last year was also uh Fred Willard uh you know from like uh waiting for all those movies, waiting for Guffman and all those. Fred Willard, was he the Smucker's guy? He uh 
Smucker's guy, maybe. Yeah, remember on the Today Show? He was the guy that was in, like, Best in Show. and Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Modern Family. Was he a Modern Family? Yeah. Who is the Smucker's guy now? Shit. I have no idea. Oh, God damn it. I feel like someone big died this year so far. I could be wrong. Like someone... Very okay, famous. can I just tell you something? I just go Google Smuckers, and then I got to T-O-D, and it's auto-filled Smuckers Today Show guy. Smuckers Today Show guy? Yeah. Willard Scott. Oh, Willard Scott. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, was close. Uh, it's, uh, the drummer for Earth, Wind, and Fire, Adam Rich. This is this year so far. Uh, the drummer for Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah, he died. Is that Fire? Gangsta Boo. She was young, 43 years old, uh, rapper. Well, you, you know what's amazing about that? Like, you'll get that from TMZ. Like, the so-and-so rapper died, and you read the name, and you're like, mm, come on. Okay. Like, they might have had one. Like, they, it's like all these rappers die, and you go, I don't even know who the fuck this is. Like, come on. Like, this is yeah, not like, uh, uh, Yeah, it's true. I don't I don't know. Rappers like, true. Little Stormzy passed away, and you're like, who? Like, Raven. They, well, they had right. they had fifty thousand views on TikTok. You're like, okay, this is not a celebrity death. Wait, wait, no, that can't be right. Uh, Little Stormzy. Raven. Well, Raven said that Bam Majira just died. Just that now, it's pronou- uh, was pronounced dead three I days mean, I ago. Believe that he three been days like, ago. No, not three days ago. Oh, he was pronounced dead, but he he came. They they revived him near death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. near yeah. death. Okay. And I got news for you. We're going to go through six more of that with Bam Margera until he actually that's does die. That's probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yep, so uh, celebrity deaths. That always, especially the ones that come out of nowhere, like Robin Williams and, and uh, what's his name? <clears throat> yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman and that kind of stuff. I'm annoyed at Bam Margera. Can I tell you that as we wrap up here? As we got to wrap right. up. Um. Okay, I'm a little annoyed at these guys that should in no way be famous or have money or mm-hmm. wealth of any kind, and they do, and they're squandering it with bullshit. Like, I know alcoholism is a real disease, so, like, take it easy on me. But you look at a guy like Bam Mar- Like, you look at Steve-O, and he's like, all right, he, he fucking figured it out. Like, he looked at himself in the mirror and go, I'm a world-class fuck-up who got incredibly lucky and used my bizarre, deranged talent to make a halfway decent living. I am not going to screw this up by killing myself. And it's fucking Bam Margera. can't get himself out of the gutter. I don't understand it. Uh, right, listen, you get, you know, like you said, alcohol, drugs, and when they get a hold of you. But you know, if you're hard. like Bam Margera should be in the plumbers union right now and, and like getting written up for doing a poor job at it. You know what I'm saying? And he is so blessed and lucky you got to be like, all right, I got to fucking, you know, I got to figure this out. Turn this shit around. Like, I get a little annoyed at people that squander, that like piss in the wind. I feel like he's pissing in the wind. Like, you know, enough with your bullshit. Like, figure it I out. I get it. You, but I feel like some things you can't control. Like, he, you can control it, but some things are very, very difficult to control. And I think he's under that kind of thing. I'm sure he would be, you know, if he wasn't hooked on all that kind of stuff. He would, uh, you know, he'd have his stuff together, but that's that controls you. 
Raven says he's been in a conservatorship. I'm telling you what, I'd like to get him in a conservatorship with Britney's dad because I think that guy fucking runs a tight ship. That's a, a little too tight. I think if anybody can save Bam Margera, it's fucking Britney's dad. Can Is that a possible thing? Can, can you hook that up? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to believe Raven. Um, here's somebody. Here's the other thing, too. We should have talked to Jeannie about this. Uh, Brittany and her sister are fighting. Okay. Brittany's sister goes, you don't know what it's like to be Brittany's sister. And then Brittany turns around and social media and goes, how about trying to be fucking Brittany, bitch? Like, like <laughs> fucking, like, who the fuck it's are Brittany, you? Bitch. Yeah. You're the fucking second one. You're the sister. Like, shut the yeah, fuck up. Like, what? You talking about what is, what's her name? She was famous too, right? She's Jamie Lynn or something. Yeah, for like five. I can't even remember for what though. I thought she sang and dan or whatever. It was just the same stuff. She had her own album or something. All right, uh, but who so would give a that. flying fuck if it wasn't for the fact that oh, that's Britney's sister? Right. She wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I can't. But I'm sure it's like oh, just live in her shadow kind of thing. But you could have nothing. You know, could be. Would be grateful for you have that kind of that, at least you're somebody i hope you don't think this is inappropriate but i've had a good time staring at your d all episode uh that's why i show it off uh so it, people can enjoy it can you pick up your d a little bit it's hanging a little low it's hanging a little, yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> there you go why what is that why do you why do you, i know i don't want to break a fourth wall here but all right we'll break it up this is by the a, way that's that spells codes Cods, dotes, dotes, <laughs> dotes, um, roads. This is a Christmas ornament. The D is for our dog Dexter. Ah, it all makes sense now. Yes, the big D. I thought you were being the big D, and your wife was like, "Here, asshole, hang well, this on your fucking tree." Little from column A, little from column B. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just it's a plastic Christmas ornament that uh, my in-laws got us for the tree. That's very nice. That is lovely. I am fucking fed up with Christmas decorations. I'm annoyed when I see one now. Well, you're literally your background has Christmas decorations. I know. I got to take this down. (laughs) Driving me crazy. Don't rewatch this episode. I do. I'm so into Christmas all year long. And then like January 4th, I'm like, give me a fucking break with these decorations already. There's got to be an easier way than every year. Put them up. Put, take them down. Put. Up. This should be like a switch that, like, they get hidden in some kind of compartment. Like some bat cave shit? Yeah, or, like, your lawn flips over. And, like, the Christmas decorations are under the underground, upside down. That'd be pretty sweet. Mm. All right. Get a pad, man. Get to inventing. Anyway, right I'm pretty sure inventing this stuff is 90% just drawing it and then going to somebody. I'm the idea guy. This. I'm the idea guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll put the ideas out there. Someone else invented. Exactly. Uh, all right, that's it. You got anything? Uh, I think I'm good over here. Remember, get your jump start. Become a member. You got the join button down below. Uh, join it. Yeah, join it up. 2023, baby. going to be a big year for us. Big year. Big year. We'll see what we can do with it. When do you think we're going to give up on it? Like February? I mean, if this is a New Year's resolution, I say by Friday. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you Wednesday. Show me potato salad. Last good show of the year. That's it. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>